Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to each and every one of you. Wherever you are listening in this world, welcome to another session of Sunday Mornings with me, C. Maria, here on the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network. Thank you so much for joining me today. As I said, wherever you are listening, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, hello to all of you who are listening through our various players throughout the net. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your continued support over these eight years that the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio has been around. I want to thank you. My mere words can never, ever express how grateful I am for your continued prayers, words of encouragement, enlightenment, motivation, inspiration, all of that. You are the catalyst. That helps me to continue to move forward on this journey through this thing we call life. I am on my path, you are on your path, and together we walk. Some may go left, some may go right. Some of us may continue to move forward. Wherever our destinies lead us, just know that the journey is the best part because you know 
If you did not know before, you know now that you are not walking alone. For those of you who may be new to the program, again, welcome. Uh, Hello to guest number two over in our show chat room. Hello to our guest over in our call query and those of you listening on our various social media groups and sites as well. Thank you for being here. If you are new, let me tell you a little bit about how our show flows. As you can see, we open with our salutations, greetings, and some brief announcements. And then we move into what I like to call our stress relief and release exercise. It is a breathing exercise. I require you to be in a lying or seated position. No one should be standing because our eyes are closed. And I don't want you to lose your balance or get dizzy or anything and fall during this. Um, So please be in a lying or seated position. I have to tell you all that all of the topics and discussions here, the viewpoints of those of myself and or my guests, and they do not necessarily represent the views of Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network or the Wall Foundation Incorporated, which is an IRS-approved and recognized 501c3 tax-exempt nonprofit that sponsors all of our programs, both virtual and real world. And just so you know, FOCUS, it's an acronym. It stands for Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. It is a registered trademark of myself and the Wall Foundation Incorporated. The Focus Females Global Chat Cafe will be returning next month in April. I haven't decided which um, week in April, but it will be coming back in April, perhaps on a um, bi-weekly for now, but... Um, We are moving back into uh, some of our regular programming now. So again, uh, the Focus Females Global Chat Cafe will be returning on Tuesday evenings. It is a place for us ladies. This is our place for us to come together, get our daily dose of inspiration, motivation, enlightenment, and encouragement. Talk about our troubles then leave them there so that we can move on without that extra weight. Our other programs, Healing Through Hurt, iTalk Radio, will be returning soon as well, and that airs on Saturday evenings at 9 p.m. We do have our Saturday morning motivation show coming back as well, 15 minutes or so of enlightenment and empowerment. So again, welcome, welcome, welcome This are episode six, I believe, and season eight of our new journey. Thank you so much for being here today. So we're going to start now. We're going to jump right into our stress relief and release exercises. Again, we're going to get our music going for this. Lying or seated positions only, just follow my lead. I will guide I do through this. Lying or seated positions, eyes closed. Going to start our breathing exercises now. Let's inhale. Now exhale slowly. Once again, inhale. Now exhale slowly. Again, inhale. Now exhale slowly. For many of you, I want you to continue your breathing exercises throughout our session today because you'd be 
amazed at the power of the breath, what it can do for you, for your heart, mind, body, spirit, and soul. I need you to just be still and breathe for this short time. We are evolving again because, you know, just this morning, if you all were here, when I started my journey into law school, I started a while back on September 12th, which is my birthday, by the way. I've said that many of times on the show when we've had our birthday celebration shows. Um, so as of uh, this March 12th, it just dawned on me that that was my halfway point. So I'm on the downside of the things. I've reached the pinnacle, that halfway point, and now the rest is downhill, sliding to my prize that's waiting for me at the finish line. So hopefully in the next year and a half, I will be coming back to you for the Sunday mornings with Dr. C., So again, I'm blessed and highly favored. Uh, This has been a journey, but a journey that I would not give up for anything. I am praying every day that I continue to be able to do well so that I can make it to the finish line. So again, I'm already getting messages that the, um, the chat room is already acting up again today. But I want you to understand this, that we are here. We're going to keep it going, whether it works or not. We are going to keep our show moving today. If you want to get involved, if you're logged into our show's chat room as a guest, and you want to take part in our conversation, give us a call, 646-478-4726. We never ask for your name unless you want to give it to us. If you want to stay anonymous, that's fine too. But if you have something that you need to talk about, and especially today because our topic is second chances. So if you have something that you'd like to share, give us a call, 646 478 Two six, And we'd love to have you on today. If not, continue to sit back and enjoy our discussion for the day. So today, as I said, it's all about second, chance, second chances. Uh, this week's session, I want you to really think about how many second chances You've given up on. This could be a second chance at life, love, success, happiness, or a plethora of things. Only you know what they are or what they will be. I'll be sharing some of my story when my life ended and began again back in 2013. So many of us live dead lives without realization. We have no clue that we are walking, breathing, eating, sleeping, all of that, but we are living dead lives. 
Others have been given many chances to live, but choose to breathe without living a life full of all the happiness, contentment, and love one can handle. Today I'm going to be sharing a piece of my journey in hopes it will help you to ignite your flame of passion for living your best life possible. This week's inspiration, life is but a blink of one's eye. Dying and death can seem like an eternity, especially when you're breathing and walking and existing every day of your life, but you're living a dead life. We've spoken about living a dead life in the past. Today I want to go back, and so many of you have been asking when I'm going to share in depth my journey. So back in it actually started in 2012. I was at my place of employment. I was sitting at my desk, and um, I was typing. I remember looking down the hall because my desk faced the door, and I could see way down the hall to the docks and the double doors that opened to the sunshine and all of that. And I was typing, and I got the worst, most interesting pain right in the middle of my chest, right in between my rib cage at the top. And I said, I've never felt this before. Hmm, okay. And a few moments later, um, I literally felt this awful sense of dread that someone had spit and walked on my grave and poured gasoline on it, set it on fire, whatever you want to, however you want to perceive this, but it felt like my days on this earth were coming to an end. And people weren't very, um, um, because of where I sat, number one, people didn't notice things. So I was upset for a while. I was crying a little bit, praying that no one would walk in the door. Um, and then I got myself together and I went back to work. And the the pain subsided. But, you know, it was something that I was like, I've never felt that before. That was the oddest thing. And life had gone on. That was like sometime in December of 2012. By January 2013, I was going on vacation. I was trying to um, take some time off finally. And um, or maybe my last day at work, the pain came back with a vengeance. And I thought maybe I hadn't eaten and I had gone to the little stand, a couple, a couple um, little walk up from our office. And uh, I had gotten a sandwich and I was drinking some water. And um, I drank water from the, the, the fountains there, which um, I learned later on never to do. Um, but... Uh, pain got worse and I said okay I'm going to leave because I was really feeling badly and I got home and I tried to take a nap and I thought that would help and then I took a bath and I thought that would help and then I took another nap and this had gone on for a couple days and I said I don't know what's going on here several days later because I'm not one for the hospitals and things like that and at that time I was um in between insurances, I didn't have any, and I knew that um, I had to shake whatever this was. And um, later on in that week, I uh, 
I had started to, um, I was regurgitating things that looked like cotton balls. I couldn't eat. I felt really badly. I was still trying to take it to the water, take nice hot baths. When I was in the water, it felt like it had subsided just a little bit. And um, as time had gone on, my urine turned pitch black and um, my heart was racing really fast. And then it wasn't really doing much of anything. My heart felt like it was trying to jump out of my chest, but it was getting slower and slower. And I was sitting on the edge of my bed and um, and suddenly it was early in the morning and my light flashed before my eyes. Now, for me, this is my story. I can't tell you how it's going to be for you. People have heard all these things about bright lights and blah, blah, blah. This is my story. This was my experience. So I'm sitting on the edge of the bed, and that happened, and then I started to cry a little bit, and I said, not like this. And the last thing that I remember before I must have gone unconscious was my grandbabies. I wanted to be here to see them grow up. I wanted to hear them laugh. I wanted to talk to them. I wanted my time because I had been robbed of having my time with them for so long. I wanted to be there for my grandbabies. And in doing so, welcome to the guests jumping on the call, Corey, and in our, our chat room, of course. If you want to join the conversation about second chances today, feel free to give us a call. Uh, 646-478-4726 is our number. Call in, press the number one, and let me know you'd like to join our conversation this week. I would love to bring you on so that we could chat a while or you could log in under regular screen name in our chat room. Um, and then you can also leave your questions and comments in our show chat room. But you have to be logged on under screen name. So back to my story. I remember the last thing was my grandbabies, thinking about them. And when I woke up, I was in such a beautiful place. I could see, touch, feel, smell the, the air, everything. I could feel the grass. It was tall grass. The grass was about hip high to me. I was at the bottom of a huge hill in the sun. The sky was beautiful, pinks and blues and all pretty yellows. It was beautiful, beautiful. And I saw the sun, and there was a rolling stream to my left. And I, my hands were kneading the tall grasses. And at the top, there was silhouettes because the sun was so bright. I saw three beings or whatever on horses to my left, and there was one on a horse to my right. And they were at the top of the hill. And one thing that I thought, I was lying down at the time. And then I, I stood up and I said, oh, my gosh. This sense of peace, the infamous. And I thought about it right then and there. I said, this must be that infamous peace that surpasses all understanding. Wow. The peace that surpasses all understanding. I was free as a bird. Oh, my gosh. It was the best feeling in the world. I had no troubles. I had no worries. I had nothing. I remembered my family and all of that, but I was so free. I was loving that moment. And I stood up, and for me, this was me, I felt as though the, the, that being or that person on that horse on that right side must have been death. And I stood up and I said, I'm ready. 
And I knew something just told me that on the other side was my great-grandmother and my family members long gone. And I could run up that hill and run across to the other side and see them. And then a warm breeze, it had come in from my right side and it blew across my face. And in that time, I heard a voice. And that voice told me that I couldn't go up the hill and cross over because it wasn't my time. I had something to finish back here. And let me tell you all something. For those of you who know me, you know I'm pretty consistent. So why would you think I would change on the other side? And there are all these experts that may hear this program and say, no, 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 that's not how it happened. Listen, I don't believe for one moment that everyone who has these types of experiences are experiencing the tunnels and the bright lights. I think that a lot of people, this has been indoctrinated in the people's train of thought and thinking, and people actually believe that that's the way it's supposed to be for everyone. I didn't have that experience. Every time that wind blew, I heard that voice. And me, I'm like, what did you bring me here for? This is, the pe- this is so peaceful. I don't want to go back now. I, I, you know, I'm past the point now. I don't even want to sit here and cry and worry about my grandchildren. I know they're going to be okay. Why did you bring me in and let me feel this if I have to go back to that place of heartache and pain? I didn't want to come back here. And the voice let me go on and on and on. And finally, when I was done with my little rant, they let me know that I had a task to finish here. I don't know what that task is. I don't know whether it's for me to finish school. I don't know whether there's something coming down that I have yet to to um, encounter or confront. I don't know. But what I do know is this. that I finally gave in. I said, okay. And I looked at that hill and I looked at that stream and he said, you need to wake up, get up, get dressed and get to the doctor. Stick to the plan. I remember that clearly. Stick to the plan. I was not very far from where I am right now. And I took in a new breath of life, and I jumped up off of that floor. And I was still very weak and extremely ill. And all I kept saying was, stick to the plan. And I didn't get up and just get dressed and run out the door. I had to straighten up my house. You know, I had to get things together. I just had to do what I had to do. God will make a way. I had to put out, back then I had my little chihuahua, Trixie. Some of you have heard me talk about her. She's gone now, but... um. Trixie, I had to make sure that she was okay. And, you know, I don't have people close to me in the family, if you all follow that, that I could depend on. So I had Trixie put her away and straightened up the house and made sure everything was in order. And then I got myself ready to leave, and I saw my neighbor was coming out. She said, "Good, oh, my God, you look a mess. And I said, I'm really sick, and I really don't have time right now. I need to get to the doctor's. So I had taken some of the things, you know, that I had been getting out of my body and all of that, and the cotton balls, and I had them in a little container to show to the doctor, and I went to the doctor, and um, be that as my long story short, the doctor said, I'm calling an ambulance. I said, no, 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 I can't afford, no, no ambulance. I'll go to the hospital on my own because my car is out here and I can drive. I'm okay. 
And she said, your organs either have or are shutting down, or to be honest. She said, you're dying. I don't even know how you're still standing. And I said, it's okay. I'm not going to die. Been there, done that. She didn't know what I was talking about. But I said, I'm fine. And I had the nerve to got out of there, and then I went back home and made sure that things were in order. Then I had gone to the hospital. When they had taken me to the back, I explained to them, I don't have insurance. I'm this and that right now. Of course, um, another story for another day, and that's coming. I'll tell you all about that later. But the doctors had me in there, and it was a group of them. They were standing around, and um, they had bright lights on me. And one of the doctors or a few said, my gosh, she's, she's really quite gorgeous to be so sick. And I thought that was rather creepy and inappropriate, but okay. Um, you know, here's a woman in her 50s, and, um, you know, um, I should have been dead, according to all of this training from school and whatever. I should not have been sitting up, staring up. I shouldn't have been responsive. I should not have been a couple of things. Um, they said, wow. And then they sent me for CAT scan. They were sending me for an MRI. This is Northwest Hospital, and obviously they don't know how to read medical alert bracelets because I said, I can't have an MRI because I have a titanium plate in my neck. Oh, okay. But they sent me for some type of a CAT scan or something, and um, they found that I had a little small, minute pocket of stones in my gallbladder. Very minute. There are kids out here that have bigger stones than I did. So, you know, they were like, older woman, you know, everything that we know about medicine, you should have gallstones the size of walnuts and grapefruits or whatever. You should have all of this. They wanted to know what type of foods I ate. I said, mm, regular food. They said, I don't eat a lot of fried foods. I drink a lot of water. I exercise. I do all of this. So they were like, my gosh, you have this little minute pocket of stones, and when they say minute, I'd have to pull out my medical paperwork to tell you exactly how minute they were, but those stones were so dangerous because they said odds are in December one had broken loose, and what it did, it blocked a duct to my pancreas, and obviously that one had managed to dislodge on its own. And once the pancreas is injured, it takes a long time for it to heal. And then in January, another one, probably because I'm jumping around doing exercises and this and that, well, again, it blocked that duck. And this one would not dislodge. The pancreas was not strong enough to ward off this one. So the duck was blocked again. And uh, so I had something called pancreatitis. If you know anything about that, it couldn't be, could be. Fatal, very much so. Um, you know, I heard family members because uh, I called my daughter-in-law and I told her that I was in the hospital. And, um, you know, when you get to that point when you're at rock bottom, a lot of people tend to show you who they really are. But I'm going to end this story here because the rest of it is a story for another day. But... When I took in that new breath of life, I was starting fresh, brand new. I had been there. I was given an assignment. I was sent back to do something. Maybe it's to continue our programs. I don't know. 
but I'm going to keep moving forward and trying to help as many people as I can. I do know that I'm not the person who I was before this incident, and I do believe that part of me is still over there on the other side waiting for me to come back. This time around, things are not meant to be done the way that they were done before. This time around, I have to be different. I have to do things differently. This is my third lifetime. If you follow me and you know who I am, you know that my second lifetime ended riddled with domestic violence and rape and and abuse and all of those things. This was my third chance for me. My third chance. And let me tell you something about this chance. I don't accept any and everything from everyone. Yes, I'm still tolerant, more so probably than I should be of some people and their actions. But I have let go of a lot of things in my life who have meant me no good, probably in some cases my entire life. So therefore, I'm not going to go out on a date with a piece of crap guy. And ladies, This is one thing, ladies and gentlemen, you know when these people, you know something tells you that this person is not good for you, but yet you invest your time into them anyway, him or her anyway. These things we need to stop doing. If you're unhappy in that job that you have, the first thing you need to do is decide what you want to do and start applying. Don't tell anyone because no one cares. No one's going to run up to you and say, I hear you leave and you're so wonderful. Trust me, where I work, I'm the only one who can do what I do the way that I do it. But the powers that be would rather allow me to walk away than to do right by me because they don't care. This is a new age that we're living in. This is a new regime in charge of things. The climate in this country has changed dramatically. People will take care of their own. And they will use people to their advantage without properly compensating them, without taking care of them, things of that nature. If you're in a bad situation, you have another chance. As long as you have breath in your body, you have another chance. If you're in that abusive situation, you need to get out of it. I was talking to someone who's very near and dear to me, and I said, I told you years ago that one of these mornings you're going to wake up and realize that enough is enough. We had that conversation. I'm not going to keep harping on things. My job is to help you see the light for yourself. My job is to give you that paper and that pencil so that you can start to map out your journey for yourself. My job is not to sit here and squander my next chance waiting to see what you're going to do with your life. My job is to help you get enlightened. My job is to inspire and motivate you. That is what my job is. My job is to help you get back on that path. My job is to bring you out of that dark tunnel back into the light. That is what my job is, but I am not going to sit at ground zero waiting for you to dig in your feet so that you can start to propel yourself forward. There are too many people out here who are meant to cross my path, and I am meant to cross theirs, that I need to be available for. I cannot stay at ground zero. If you want to squander your second chance, you may not get a third. 
So for those of you who may be new, I have moments of silence, prayerfully then not because of technical difficulties. These are the moments that I give you to digest what has been discussed up to this moment. Decide where you can apply it in your lives. And if you know someone who can benefit from our programs, please share the program. We need all the help we can get. We don't just deal locally. We're dealing with people all over the world. We are heard all over the world. We have people who are in need. One thing that I can tell you this is that heartache, pain, and hurt knows no shame. They have no boundaries. Abuse, neglect has no boundaries. They don't care what color you are. They don't care how much money you have. I have had people here from Hollywood to your own, our own neighborhoods. I have had so many people on this, this program over these eight years, and each of us, the means may be different slightly, but the end is the same. We were hurt. And we need to start to heal. And these people who have been on this program, they have taught us how to move forward. You don't have to just listen to me. We have other people here who can actually tell you what you need to start on your road to healing. Don't squander your second chances. I had to be knocked all the way down, taken out and brought back for me to understand that I cannot continually extend an olive branch to meat eaters. I cannot do it. I cannot continue to stay with a man who doesn't love me and respect and honor me and chooses to cherish me. I cannot do that. It is not something that felt good to be in a place. I know people who want to talk about my husband, my husband, your husband is cheating, he's lying, and everybody knows it. But you have a need to say that you're missing somebody. Don't squander your second chances, people. How do you get out of a bad situation and go right back to the same people? So many of you will leave, and when that person who dogged you the first time has nowhere to go, they know that they can come back to you and you will let them back in because you are just that desperate. You are just that needy where you need to have that warm body in your cold bed. I'm cold. Let me tell you something. I have three, four layers on. What? Listen, oh, it's too warm right now. Let me take off a layer two. Ah, just right. What? It's cold again. Let me put these layers back on. I am not going to allow anything in my life that I know that God doesn't want me, uh, that God doesn't deem worthy for me to be with. So many of us, we look at the looks, we look at the, the money, we look at all types of things the sex, whatever it is, and we get so involved with that. It feels so good for those two, three minutes. Then when they know that they can leave and then come back later, because they know that they have you right where they want you. He or she has you right where he or she wants you. Every time we're given chances at some point, guess what? Those chances are going to run out. You ever play games online? You start off with a certain number of lives. And when those lives are off, you have one of two options. You're going to have to 
move along to something else and wait for your lives to be replenished, or you're going to have to put out a call to your friends to give you a life. That's how it works. And that's easy because that's a video game. Sister Jennifer, good morning, sister. Good morning. Sister, continue to shine brightly. Thank you for chiming in. If you want to join the conversation, sis, uh, type your message in the chat room, or you can give me a call at 646-478-4726 and press the number 1, and I will bring you on air so that um, you can share your story of your second chances. And many of us, I'm not saying that you just get one second chance. Sometimes God gives us multiple chances. And each time that we squander that and we don't listen, guess what? God is not going to keep giving you something that you don't want or that you refuse to do something with. And you all, for some reason, somebody told you God is a wonderful God and he's going to keep doing this and God is going to keep doing that. Let me tell you something. God is over everything, this entire universe and beyond. You want to keep playing games? At some point when you least expect it, those second chances, those blessings are going to stop coming to you. And so many of us, we tend to see everybody else is moving ahead. Because guess what? Some of us know, I was reading a post from a co-worker today, one of my colleagues, and I had no idea what she had gone through. She's a new mom, and and, uh, her and her baby are doing well, and she's got a new outlook on life. And she just made her post in uh, December of 2017, and I never knew that she was a survivor just like me. But she didn't squander her second chance. She didn't give up that time where she could move forward and be happy again. And so many of you, because you were married to the wrong person or you were with the wrong person from the get-go, now that you have a chance to get away from that person, you have said, I'm never going to fall in love again. I'm never going to do this. Let me tell you something. That wasn't the person you were supposed to be spend your lifetime with anyway. But as long as you say what you're never going to do based on your experience with that one person, guess what? You are squandering your second chance because you have allowed that person, the memory of that person, to prevent you from moving forward in your second chance. Again, mine, I had to be knocked down and God had to take the breath of life out of me and breathe it back into me. Before I understood, I had to go through all of that entire experience from being in the hospital, from having family members come there and try to tell me how awful a person I am, or how they put a circle around me to exercise me from being this awful person based on what one of my abusers from childhood had been telling them for so long, and they chose to believe it. Again, a story for another day. Or a child who didn't even care enough to call because his hatred towards me for things he knew nothing about, but what someone told him, and they were all incorrect, didn't even care. If she died, somebody will let me know. He didn't give a damn. A story for another day. And still, guess what? I rise. Because when God has you, 
what humans say or do, whether they're family, friends, co-workers, neighbors, whatever, it won't matter to you. Because guess what? Notice I didn't say it won't matter to me. I want you to understand that it shouldn't matter to you. And another thing that you have to do so that you can open up the blessing of your second chance is to learn how to forgive and move on. You can forgive somebody because that forgiveness helps you to move on. That forgiveness helps you to go to your next level because that person is still out there being the exact same person who they were before. It's not your job to try to fix them. You take that to the Lord, leave that there, you forgive and you move on. So one of the things for my book, Silent Noise, Lip Service, one of the pieces in there is my two cents of cerebral too. What do you do when your life is falling apart? What do you do when the person who promised to love you forever hurts your heart? What do you do when those who you thought would be there for you forsake you? Take it from me. The answer is very simple. You rise and hold your head high doing so. Even though the storm, even through the storm and disappointments, you rise. You rise, you forgive, you rise. Walk by faith with dignity and grace. Keep moving forward. Keep moving into your second chance. Don't squander your second chance, people. Do not squander your second chance. You're sitting here. Your second chance is right outside that door waiting for you, but you don't want to open the door. You want to stay in that place that you're used to. It's not a safe zone because it's hurting you, but it's a place that you're used to. You don't want to go out there in the world, and maybe you will find someone who's equally nasty. Maybe you will find someone who will attempt to hurt you. But the point of your second chance is that you go into that second chance with a new light and insight. You don't stay where you are. You don't go out there and jumping from one bad thing into another. So many of you, you break up on Tuesday, you're hemmed up and hugged up and booed up by Thursday. Oh, it's the best thing. Oh, this is the love that I've been waiting for. Let me tell you something. You need time to heal. You need time to learn who you are now. You need time to know where you're going next. If you just got broken up, you're in a million pieces on Tuesday. There's no way possible. You could have crazy glued yourself back together enough to be ready for something new by Thursday. There's no way. And this in lies our problem where we make mistakes and we squander our second chances. 
You're just coming out of something on Tuesday, whether it be a relationship, a marriage, whatever, whether you were married for two years or 22 years or 32, 42 years. It happens to us people. Sometimes we end up by ourselves and broken in a million pieces. Before you move forward and you get someone else who's there with that broom and dustpan ready to sweep you up again, let me tell you something. You better go and look at every single broken piece and you better... Choose the best of those broken pieces, and you recreate yourself as a new masterpiece for your second chance around, for your second time. You are not the same vase you were before you were knocked off of that table and shattered. You are not the same vase. Even if someone could put together every single piece, it's not going to be the same vase it was before. You are a brand new masterpiece. Brand new. You need time to understand who you are. You're not going to be the same height anymore. You're not going to be the same. You're not going to have the same resistance and resilience anymore. You're going to be gorgeous and beautiful. There was a place uh, I saw on television a while ago where people can go there and they throw glasses at a wall. And then they go and they pick up these pieces and they create a work of art from those broken pieces. Life is the same way. When you have that second chance, you don't run into something. Again, if you were there and you were abused and you were knocked off of that table, finally that person has knocked you off that table and broken you into a million pieces, don't you run to the first thing that has a broom and dustpan waiting to sweep you up. Yes, I'm the queen of similes and all types of things. Parodies, similes, whatever you want to call them. If you just fell off of that table and you're broken, don't you uh, mm, 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 mm. don't you run to that first thing with a broom and dustpan? Come here, I'll help you up. And you get all up there and you all comfortable in that dustpan. Dustpans are meant to hell, trash and debris. And I'm pretty sure that's not what you want to be. Because as they're sweeping you up into their cute little dustpan, they're picking up all the other dirt and debris that's down there at rock bottom. And it all gets entwined together. Think about your life that way. When God gives you in this universe or whatever you want to call it, the great I am wants to give you that second chance, you do not squander it. If you've been hurt in your life and you're within the sound of my voice, raise your hand and you say to yourself right now, today I make a promise that I will not squander my next chance. Because some of you are way past your second chance. Some of you are way up there. You didn't have plenty of chances. So we'll just say, I promise I will love me enough not to squander my next chance, not to keep going backwards. Not to keep doing any of that. Good morning, Miss Pretty. How are you? Thank you so much for being here. Miss Pretty has been around since day one, one of my longest uh, supporters and guests for the show. I am so glad to see you today. Thank you so much for being here. As always, good to see you, sis. Um, so again, 
I want you all to take this time. Now, we're going to go into our moment of meditation and reflection. I'm going to start the music, and for this small moment, I need you to reflect upon your life. I need you to understand that when you get that second chance, you don't go into that vicious circle. You have to break that cycle. You have to break every chain. That second chance is not a redo of what you've just been through. That second chance is for you to realize who you are now, for you to figure out where you're going now. Second chances are not meant for you to make a U-turn. Second chances are not meant for you to stay. In that vicious circle, going round and round, expecting something new and wonderful to happen. Because guess what? That's only going to lead you to that thing called insanity. Second chances are meant for you to come out brand new, to do things differently from the way that you did them before. We have a lot of activity, guests jumping on and off. If you're having problems, you can always give us a call at 646-478-4726. If you're over on Facebook, you can also message me if you have a comment or a question. Uh, We only have a few moments left in today's program. So, again, I want you all to understand something. For me, I had to have the breath of life taken out of me and put back into me in order for me to see things for what they really were. People and actions and experiences, all of that. And if you had that chance to come back and you could actually have that chance to do things again with a clean slate, Why wouldn't you do that? Welcome to our guest again. We have a few moments left in our program. If you have a question or a comment and you're in our call query, press the number one on your phone and I will bring you on air. I see a lot of people jumping on and off there. I must be touching some. Oh, here we go. Last four, three, nine, three, 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 nine, three, three. Good morning. Good morning, my sister. This is Jennifer. Hey sis. I was I'm the one having the problems jumping on and off, so I just wanted to call you. I'm not gonna stay on the phone long, but I just wanted to, to tell you that you came back. One of the things you came back for was just to meet me. And I love you for it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was true. That did happen. Yeah. I was thinking yeah, about so. that the other day. I was telling someone, I said, you know, we talked online, and we were going down there for Sister Marcella, actually. <laughs> Eugene and I were going down there to surprise her, and I said, let me call Jennifer. I'm like, how far are you from wherever we were, somewhere down there? I yeah. said, I know you're down here somewhere, but how far are you from here? And Eugene loves to talk about that. He still talks about the Velcro dresses, <laughs> so I don't, I can't take him anywhere. So <laughs> I was just looking at that yeah. picture a moment ago. Yes. But, yes, but you came back to meet me, and I, I love you to life for it. Yeah, and I love you to to infinity and beyond, sis. I mean, 
there were some people, and let me, that's another topic too, people, maybe for another day, but online, again, as I said, Miss Pretty has been around, I don't know Miss Pretty, Miss Pretty showed up one day, eight (laughs) years ago, and Miss Pretty has been around ever since. Um, Today is a special day, because it wasn't you, because I saw you in the chat room. You were sitting there, and other people were jumping on and off at an alarming rate, and I mean a lot of them. So it wasn't you. You were actually there under your name. So um, I don't know who the people are. Now it's kind of like calming down a little bit. But, again, people, I need you all to understand something that maybe your second chance or your blessing is someone that you haven't met and maybe you won't meet until you venture out, do something new, learn something new, get into a group. Join online groups. I love online groups. Jennifer, I met online. Online. And so many people are like, oh, my God, you went and you did a stranger and blah, blah, blah. I was just (laughs) as much a stranger walking into her home. You know, and to me, we weren't strangers because it was like we had known each other forever. And when we met, that just solidified it. So you all need to understand that whatever you're going through right now, if you have that chance to break free, break every chain and get out, explore everything that this life has to offer because so many of us aren't blessed with a second chance or multiple chances. So you have to take everything, everything that God gives you, the great I am, the universe, whatever name you want to give to your deity, you can give it to the rock on the street. If you don't believe in anything else, but you believe in that rock, so be it. The bottom line is, if you have that second chance or those multiple chances, do not squander them. Jennifer and I, we're just an example, and my dear brother Steve, where is he? Is he on the road? He's sleeping. (laughs) Oh, he's home. For a few hours, for a few hours, yes, and he's on his way back to Brooklyn later today. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, he's going up to Brooklyn. Uh, Maybe he'll have a decent ride. So, yes, again, the bottom line is simple is that don't ever, ever turn your back on what's in front of you. Because when you turn your back, you're only looking back at the things that you have left behind. And just like Judgment Day, it's going to be left behind. Miss Miss Pretty writes, band grounded, love it. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Miss Pretty hasn't changed a bit in eight years, I tell you. (laughs) But I tell you right now, these are the things that make this show work. These are the things that make my life worth living. And Jennifer is right. One of the things, and I do keep a list of all the things that I've done since January of 2013, and meeting her and and my brother, who's her husband, by the way, it was one of the best blessings in the world. And after, you know, I'm at my halfway point with school, we'll be hitting the road again and putting some things together, um, and I'll be down to visit again, maybe for a longer time this time. You know, I have to get with my road partner. <laughs> Anyway, he's not on today, and neither is Simon, but um, my two favorite fellows are not on today, but everyone else joined in today. So, again, you'd be surprised what that second chance can bring to you. So, sis, tell my brother safe travels. I'll be checking in, waiting for his update. And uh, thank you so much for coming in. You know I love you 
I love you yeah. to life and beyond as well, <laughs> to infinity and beyond is what I say. So. Yes. yes, infinity and beyond, absolutely. Well, I'm going to continue listening from the computer. I'm going to get okay. let you go off the line now. But I love you. I just wanted okay. to call and tell you that. All Thank right, you, please. sis. Love you, too. Mm-hmm. So, again, everybody, living proof of what can be if you allow it to be. But if you want to just sit back, and continue where you are and let those chances go with second chance, third chance, fourth chance, fifth chance. That's on you. I, I cannot. I cannot. Again, my job is to be here to give you the guidance and the inspiration and motivation and enlightenment. But my job is not to sit here and wait for you to decide what you're going to do with your second chance and beyond. I've done my part. I played my role. I've done what I was charged to do. So, again, that is our program for today. Again, thank you so much for being here. Come back, re-listen to it if you missed part of it. If you need us, our number, our office number is 202-618-2556. You can visit our website at thewallfoundationinc.org. That's thewallfoundationinc.org. Or visit my website at www.cmariawall.com. All of our websites have contact forms. Write to us. Let us know that you were here. Let us know what you want to hear in this program. And as I said earlier, the Focus Females Focus Females Global Chat Cafe is coming back on Tuesdays starting next month. We may start at once a month or biweekly until we get things going again. The Saturday Morning Motivation will be coming back, and so will Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio, the mother of all of our shows that airs at 9 p.m. on Saturday evenings. It will be coming back. Of course, that is the show where we have our special guests on. I am in the process of starting to, once again, we had a little glitch before, but we're getting it together now because, as I said, I am at the downside of school now in a year and a half, hopefully, prayerfully. We will be changing our programs again to Sunday mornings with Dr. C. Um, Yes, I'm going to enjoy every bit of that because it took me the majority of my lifetime to get to that point. So, yes, I'm going to enjoy it. And everything that I've learned, that just helps me to bring more to you. So, again... Thank you so much for being here. As always, guess what I do? I pray each and every one of you enough. I pray you enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days. I also pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I pray you enough smiles to turn the frown you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, I pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be coming your way, or knocking at your door from this very moment and beyond. You know, I wasn't expecting Jennifer to call in and and to say those wonderful words, but, you know, she's part of my journey. I was sent back for a reason, and I've always said I didn't know what that reason was. And to have someone call in and say, hey, you were sent back so that you could, we could meet. We could meet. And how much that meant. Oh, my goodness. What a blessing. We got down there, and I said, okay, we're going to ride to here. And we went from one hotel one night, 
and we had surprised Marcella that night. Then we moved to another hotel that was not far from Jennifer and um, got her address and everything. And Eugene and I, we headed her to her house, and she said, oh, I just cooked a little something. She had a spread from heaven, all types of foods. And, I mean, the counter was full, and it was like, oh, go ahead, eat. You know, I just put a little something together, ribs and all kinds of of, of vegetables, and oh, it was a spread from heaven. And I'm like, you call this a little bit of cooking? Oh, I do this all the time. And I mean, best food, best time together, just sitting back, relaxing for a moment, enjoying that company. Um, Eugene and his, if he's ever on, and he'll tell you his version of how things had gone down, but there was no Velcro dresses. But anyway. But I hugged her because I I felt like I knew her. And there are so many people here. I felt like that I knew Sister Marcella. We had gone down there to surprise her. And a year or so before then, we had a function, and she and her daughter showed up and surprised me for the first time in my life. Victoria LaPrince from Washington, D.C., she showed up at that function. These are all the people that I have met just from doing what I do online. And if I can meet you, trust me, I will. If you have a function coming up and you want me to come and visit, reach out, 202-618-2556. Let's grow at cmariawall.com or contact at thewallfoundationinc.org. Send me a message. Tell me where you are. At some point, I'm going to visit Simon over in the U.K. And those of you in Australia and Africa, Definitely Africa at some point. Egypt, I want to meet you all. This week, our top um, countries were the USA, the UK, United Arab Emirates, Canada and Colombia, Mexico and Brazil. And in the states, our top states for listenership and support, New York, Virginia, Maryland, Illinois, Colorado, Pennsylvania, Texas and California. We only have about six states where we don't really have a presence, but everyone else, thank you for your support as well. These were our top states, of course, so hello to all of you. Special shout-outs. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So until next time, be well, be blessed. Continue to pay it and pray it forward. Miss Pretty is always glad to see you. All of the guests in our call query, some of you, you are regulars. I see you each and every week again. The Focus Female Global Chat Cafe will be starting up on Tuesday evenings next month. Sometime in April, I don't know when, but I'll keep you posted on that. Um, the Saturday morning motivation show, which will be about 15 to 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, and enlightenment and encouragement. That will be starting up again. And, of course, Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio is coming back Saturday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, U.S. Until next time, be well, be blessed. As we began, we will end with Tori Lee's finally. I will see you here, Lord willing, again next week. Same time, same place for Sunday mornings with C. Maria. Thank you, everyone. Be well. Mm-hmm.